see what it looks like to be different, see what it looks like to lead through content. And then once you have that, it makes it so much easier to pump those Facebook ads, to pump those Google ads, to get out in front of people in a growing community, in a competitive market and crush it. This is Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast where we ask the question, what does growth in dentistry look like to you? I'm Katie Polson, a dental hygienist and your host. Welcome to another episode of Growth in Dentistry. I am Katie Polson, your host, and we are excited to continue our conversation today in being your next hire being automation and systems. And marketing is often one of is often one of those things that you can automate. And it's but it also seems to be handed to a team member who spends too much time on social media and offices what your office website tre- is gets treated like an appliance that you buy hoping will stay relevant for 20 years, and then it gets outdated real quickly. So a great role to automate uh, or even delegate to another company is marketing. And and to discuss that is our amazing duo for Wondrous, Laura Malley and Michael Anderson. So thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully, I thanks for having us. Yeah, um, I I'm going to give you guys a chance to introduce yourself for those of you that haven't had any interaction with Wondrous. First of all, I wanted to just tell you to go to their website and we'll give you the link. But really, if you want some inspiration on what your website should look like, hit it up. But it's really great. So go ahead and give us give us a little bio on how you ended up in dental marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a sexy story. No, I feel like we've told it a thousand times at this point. It's like very rehearsed. Michael knows exactly what I'm going to say. I know exactly what Michael's going to say. <laughs> Michael, uh, so we, we started, we're entering our 10th year. So September will be our 10-year anniversary. Uh, of Wondrous Agency. And what we are is a full-service marketing agency for dentists and dental specialists. Uh, And I never would have thought that my career had gone this direction or would go this direction. I'm sure Michael would say the same. Um, But I had a friend who was a dentist and I had been in the ad agency world and the marketing world prior to this. And he came to me and he said, I think you do this for big clients. Could you do it for a small and like a dentist? And I said, sure, uh, let's give it a shot. And so he's an excellent clinician and excellent businessman. And so we started making the phone ring and um, that was the the first client of Wondrous. And then it was really just a small handful that, that I had been working with for a little bit more in a consultatory way for marketing consulting, where I would find somebody to solve the problem I was having and then project manage it. Uh, and then Mike and I met and he has a startup background um, in healthcare. And so it was just really a, a perfect match, both personally and professionally. And <laughs> we started working on Wondrous, uh, you know, on the nights and weekends on the couch. And really, this was birthed out of a $100 bill at a kitchen table and uh, lots of elbow grease and sacrifice and uh, stamina over the last 10 years. And now we're about uh, over 50 people in San Diego at 8,000 square feet in a cozy little spot here in Point Loma, right next to the airport. So you might hear us mm-hmm. or hear those airplanes flying overhead as we're talking today. But that's the the quick bit in terms of services offered. We um, do everything, soup to nuts. So branding, website, SEO, pay-per-click, social media posting, social media ads, uh, lead nurturing and generation. Um, what am I missing? Uh, direct mail, local marketing, you name it, we've done it. That's really great. And there, and it doesn't take you long to be in the dental industry to know that there, I mean, just go to one conference. You can walk by a ton of people that are going to say that they're going to help you with your marketing. Um, but you, but, and I, and I've seen it and done it all. And I've been so impressed specifically with your guys's company. So I'm just really grateful that you spend a little bit of time with us here at Dental Intel. So 
Thank you so much. So we're talking about automation and, and specifically how that relates to marketing. What challenges do you guys, do you think their practices face with marketing um, in their practice? Man, there's so many. I, I, you know, one of the things that we like to talk about, and I think it, it gets overlooked a lot, it, it's, it's the first part of marketing. When we think about marketing, we very frequently jump to channels, right? If I, I'll say, hey, what are you doing in your practice? People say, well, we're doing social media marketing, yeah. we're doing Google ads marketing, we do direct mailers. And you can talk for quite a while. And the one thing that always amazes me that never comes up is people don't talk about what they have to say in their marketing. Mm -hmm. So someone might say, you know what, Facebook ads didn't work for me. Well, what did you have to say in those Facebook ads? Oh, you know, I, and, and so I, you know, I, maybe it comes from this sort of like deep desire to go back to this madman style marketing. We're all in a room pitching Coca-Cola on one phrase that's going <laughs> to win hearts and minds. And granted in dentistry, we're not going to do that, but having something to say that makes you stand out in, in your in your, um, you know, area is key. And if you don't do that, I think most other marketing falls short. And so when you think about doing that, most practices don't have time to, you know, bring a bottle of scotch in, light some cigarettes, sit around and do their best Don Draper impression and, uh, and come up with what is it that makes you different. And so that by itself, I think is oftentimes one of the first things that gets skipped in the marketing process. From there, you just open Pandora's box it's tough to get one person on your team to be someone who can manage a website, write good marketing content, do Google AdWords. Oh, by the way, understand how to use Canva for design, uh, you know, post on social media, know how to do boosting on social media. Um, oh, and then there's this thing called SEO. What's that? I have no idea. It's tough to find someone that can do all of those individual things and still do recall phone calls. And their job. And all the other things that go on with their job. So I think what we've learned as our business has grown when we first started, and it's so funny, we're not that different from dental offices, right? We all are in the service industry and we're all dealing with processes and people. When we first started, we had people that wore lots of hats and we were a messier company, right? You, you, you had to have a lot of hustle to get through problems. Today, we have people that focus on one thing and they do that thing really well and things are a lot smoother. And I think dental offices would be a lot smoother if they found someone to say, listen, you're really good at this one thing, just do it and do it well. And we're going to be a lot happier. I love that answer. I think some, a lot of times marketing gets mixed up with advertising and that's what they think, right? They're thinking of what we're, what we're talking today is not like you said, we're not talking about creating a Coca-Cola ad in the seventies. What we're talking about is telling a story, right? Oh, what's your story? Why would people even want to buy your story? Right. I love that you talked about that. Cause yeah, specifically it's social media. And I think that's like, that's the extent of their marketing, but and that's where it starts. I love when we ask this question, what makes you different? What we hear back a lot of times is, and Laura, loves Wait, this. I'll do it. Yeah. Hey, Laura, <laughs> you're a dentist. What makes you different? We're the friendliest dentist in town. <laughs> You're the friendliest? Well, you know, I'm actually looking for a dentist that treats their patients like their family. Oh, so fancy you should say that. I treat my patients like family. You do? Well, <laughs> you have just won hearts and minds and stood out from the crowd from me. And that's the problem, <laughs> right? Is that you have you have and, and I get it. It's it's a lot of the reality is most dentists are sitting there thinking, I'm not different. I'm going to use a quick example. We've got one of one of our dentists, and this always comes to mind. I love it. Uh, his practice is called Bowtie Dental. I'm going to let you all guess what makes him different, right? He's he, 
He wears a bow tie. Yeah, a different bow tie every day. Every day. Yeah. It's great. And you think about it when someone goes there for the first time and they leave and they go back to the office and someone says, Hey, how was your dental appointment? I bet you half the time they don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Doctor, I don't remember his name, but he wears a different bow tie every time. His office is great and he really treated me well. The bow tie dentist. Yeah, that's what, yeah. and that so that's what doing dentistry differently means. It's not having a Sarek mill, it's not having a cone beam, because mm-hmm. everybody can do that, right? At a certain point. It's what do people remember about you? Yeah. And that bow tie, I love that example because that bow tie means so many things to people. Yeah. It can mean that they're fun or they're, you know, whatever bow tie, wearing a bow tie means to you. you but know, that you, professional. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Or they know who they are. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Such a, I hope that if you take, I hope you're listening because that was a really good tidbit. Uh, by everyone's going to go buy bow ties now. Or I mean, don't do your own thing. I mean, like if I was a dentist, <laughs> I would be like, wild hair dentist or something. Cause I can never keep it together. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So how, how, I guess how have those, these challenges historically been solved? Because I know specifically, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I used to do, I'm a hygienist and I used to do marketing in our practice and I have background in that. And it's, it took me 20 to 30 hours a week on top of my hygiene. So you talk a little bit about how, how is it being solved? I guess I guess we did already a little bit, but let's go into that a little bit more about like, how have you seen it being solved on their own? You know, oh, for, for practices. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I think the practices that are, are really struggling with this, what they're doing is they're hiring someone for a role that has nothing to do with marketing, like the front desk. And then after they come in, they say, Hey, what do you know about marketing or better yet thrusting a marketing course at them and be like, Hey, can we add this to your job duties? And I think that gets really tough because there's not enough time in the day. And we've also found in our company, when you, when you bring someone in for one role and then you grow it, you throw more things at them, that does not make someone happy, right? That it's tough. And I think what, what I would look to do as far as in dental office, what are the team members you want? It's probably unrealistic to expect you can hire a marketing specialist, but what you can do is you can hire someone up front and say, 20% of your role is going to be focused on marketing. And here are the job skills I'm looking for. You need to be good at posting on social media. So I need to know that you can take photos. Show me, show me something like that. And what's the benefit of photos? There's this little thing called before and afters that dentists don't do very well either. Uh Wouldn't it be great if you had someone to do that for you, right? All this stuff connects back. Um, So I think creating good expectations up front for our bigger practices, multi-location practices, having someone step into a more dedicated marketing role, and then finding a freelance company locally or a dental marketing company like us to come and start doing punctuated photo video shoots. That's great boots on the ground strategy. You don't want someone in your office doing SEO, AdWords, website management. You need to find a company you trust to do that. But boots on the ground, get someone in your office that can maintain your marketing strategy, run the whole strategy for you, and then find content creators that can come in and help you capture moments. Yeah. So let's expand on that a little bit. We're talking about automating or, or you say you're a larger practice. You've, you've, you're given, you're to the point now where you need to hire out. What does that look like if they were to call Wondrous and say, okay, I want, I, I, I need to hire, I need to have a better system for my marketing and dentistry. This is the way I was doing it before. I was just having my front desk do it occasionally. I was just posting online. What does that look like now? 
So, uh, yeah, so, so I think the first thing we always start with is goals, right? I mean, I, I think I remember those, those earliest conversations we had when we were brand new to this, we would just jump and say, we can do it. What do you need? And we wouldn't ask about goals. We wouldn't ask about budget. And we had some frustrating moments, right? Either we ended up working way more than we thought we were going to have to, to deliver, or we didn't deliver because we didn't set that expectation. So the first thing we talk about is what are your goals? Could be 10 more new patients a month than you have today. It could be that you're a scratch practice and we need to start finding those first patients. And, and just for context, this is always a fun one. Laura, in the last two years, how many scratch practices have we worked with? Like, Probably close to 300. Close to 300. Yeah. So it's, it's just, Crazy. it's so that that's this, we thrive on that. We love that stuff. But once we get those goals, then we need a marketing plan. And at that point, you know, the first thing we do, we have three steps to this plan. The first thing is what is going to make you stand out in your market? What makes you different? You got to find what you have to say. Then the next thing we do is we look at your demographic and you look at your goal and we find the audience we're going to market to, and we go and find the channels to speak to them. I like to call this stepping up on a soapbox. So it's almost like you think of it as Shakespearean theater and you're like, what am I going to say to amaze the crowd? And then you step up on a box to talk to the crowd, right? Which box am I going to step up on? But there's a third piece and it's so exciting and it's so cool and it totally leans into automation. So I'm really glad we're talking about this today. Traditionally, marketing has really only been those first two things. What do you have to say and where are you going to say it? One thing we found over the years is that our front desks, I love them, but they're not very good at following up with leads. In fact, they're not very good with leads at all. Most front desks are like, what's a lead? Yeah, I was so going to say, do question. they know what a lead is? <laughs> here's a yeah. great question for anyone listening. If you're doing marketing in your dental practice, do you have a lead list today? Do you have a list of leads that come in for the last year that you can go back to and say, this person was interested in working with us, but they haven't come in yet? If you just said no to that, you are wasting marketing money left and right. And so what we've done is we have a software that's called the Wonderful CRM. And whenever we get a lead, they can come from Facebook Messenger, Instagram Messenger, Google My Business phone calls. They can come from live chat, forms on your website, call tracking on your website, all of those places. It populates this list of leads. And now what we can do is we can give you an actionable point where you can text those leads, email those leads, but better yet, we have these automated drip sequences. So if someone says, hey, I'm interested over here in getting a quote for Invisalign, the front desk is like, oh my gosh, I got to type something back and they didn't respond. You know what? I'm done. Nope. We have six months of text messages and emails that go out to that person until they come in and schedule. That's the type of automation that you need to take the burden off of your front desk and maximize your marketing dollars. Don't expect your front desk to follow up with all those leads and text and email. That is way too much work. Software can do that for you. And that's what we've really focused on doing for our clients. Oh my gosh. You're speaking my language. I, just so you all know, I did not even know that this existed for Wondrous before I even brought them on. So I'm super jazzed because I've been there. I have been in an office and I've tried to even define like try to get the data. Like, is this even working? It's so hard to figure it out, to figure out if, you know, that paid ad that you decided to spend money on Facebook, if that worked. Right. And if it did, what, where did, where did those people go? Did they bring in anybody new? Right. And, and it's, it's really, really hard to track. And it's even, it's almost impossible to ask your, your, um, front office team members to do that on top of their job. 
especially when they're not qualified to do it. So I love that. So the wonderful CRM and then for those of you that okay, never like really experienced what an automated drip sequence can do for you, let's talk a little bit about that because that's pretty powerful to be able to send that and not even worry about it. Yeah. I mean, like, like Michael was saying, nobody wants to do the manual recall and follow-up. And so if we have these automations set up, um, there's a study that MIT put out that says the person who follows up the most frequently and the fastest mm-hmm. is going to win every time. And so that's what we've set up. Let's update and keep in touch with and text message and email and nurture, 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 nag, nag, nag until somebody takes the action that we want them to take, which is a phone call to us or an inquiry through the website or getting an appointment on the books. And so that's what those automations do for our practices, whether that's service specific. So maybe you are a practice who wants to focus more heavily on cosmetic work or Invisalign or dental implants or all on fours. We can make drip sequences to target all of those things. So if you went and you got CE certified, and something that you don't have a lot of in the practice, but you know you want to get great at or you super enjoy, we can build a funnel that will bring those types of patients and types of leads into the practice. And then if you're a startup or a scratch start and you need more generalized new patients in there, we can work on more um, generic workflows that are just new patient specific. And so whether we're doing webinars that are behind a paywall, whether we're doing eBooks, whether we're doing quizzes, uh, we can do all of those things to help get people in your practice funnel. Yeah, such a good idea. It really is. I, it's really, really powerful to be able to do that and to automate just one more thing in, in your practice. Because people don't, as much as we want to assume in a perfect world, you put out a message and it would just, they would come to you because they want to, right? But they have <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it goes. And I know some there that's for some people that can be quite off-putting, like I have to message these people like seven times to get them in. That's how it goes. That's just, that's just the nature. That's the nature of it. And it's not on purpose and they won't get annoyed. I promise. They probably yeah. forgot that you even emailed the first place. Yeah. In, in marketing, there's something called reach and frequency. And so that's a frequency play, right? We, we, we need to get in front of the person a number of times before we pull the trigger. You think about scrolling on Instagram or on Facebook and you see the same ad uh, maybe a couple of times, and then you finally click it to, to find out a little more. That's the frequency. And so that's what this drip does. Yeah. Really great. Um, how have you, I just want just, just to kind of drive home the point and maybe, maybe you've got, and you've given some good examples here, but how have you seen this in a practice? Just give an example of uh, one of those 300 scratch patches and practices or whoever else that you, your favorite story of helping someone kind of grow. Do you want to take that one? Man, there's so many, so many good stories. I, I think, um, I think for me, I look at our scratch practices and our favorite stories. If there's one, if there's one you guys want to look at right now, it's, it's just opening right now. So we're, we're thinking about them. It's Austin Dental Co. Uh, beautiful practice. And, you know, it's amazing as a marketing agency, you start to see trends in dentistry. Austin is a booming dental town. We get calls from people every day in Austin, like I'm opening a practice, right? And it's, it's mm-hmm. growing. There's a lot of people coming in. And so you think about that, that's more challenging from a marketing perspective, right? Okay, there's a lot of practices opening up there. What do we do? And so we were able to work with Austin Dental Co. and really highlight what makes them special. 
And if you go on their website, which I'd encourage you to, you'll right off the bat say, oh my gosh, I'm glad this practice isn't right next door to us because it's a beautiful office, but it's the people and it's the message they have that makes them unique. And so I think what I love about this example is how many practices out there have invested in this amazing experience. They've invested in building this amazing facility. They've invested in amazing technology and then they get to the end of it all and they're out of money and they're like, you know what? Let's have the biggest surprise ever for people. We won't show them what this is going to be like online. We're going to just surprise them when they come in here. That's crazy, right? Spend a little money and show it off with video and photo. So it's a good example of sort of what we've done. And they are just kicking butt over there. I wish I had the numbers pulled up in front of me, uh, but you know they're, they're surpassing all their new patient goals. And it's because they have a story to tell. It's because they're, they've got a beautiful practice, a great team, great service, and, uh, and they're getting the message out. So for me, the, the, the example there is, see what it looks like to be different, see what it looks like to lead through content. And then once you have that, it makes it so much easier to pump those Facebook ads, to pump those Google ads, to get out in front of people in a growing community in a competitive market and crush it. And that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. Really great example. And I love, I love that you you touched on the showing what it looks like to come to your practice. Even if that means getting on an Instagram story and saying, Hey, like, here's where you walk in, you know, whatever, just have something because overcoming dental anxiety for a lot of patients has a lot to do with knowing what is going to happen when they get there. Right. Visualizing. Visually, yes. Yeah. Visualizing. This space. is where I'm going to sit when I go into the office. This, yeah, exactly. All of it. Uh, that way that actually, when I first started doing my dentist, my office's social media, that was and still is the the top video is it's just this random like reel of me like hey here we go here's you know what here's here's you're <laughs> right? gonna sit down and then you're gonna see me and then we're gonna do scale yeah, all of it I just walked through the process of coming as a new patient and um and that just just that alone just watch showing people what it looks like to be a patient in your practice before they actually become one can can establish rapport before they even sit down yeah I love that it's such a good example okay so last question that we ask everybody, because this is growth and dentistry, what does growth and dentistry mean to you? And I love, I mean, I'm excited to hear your guys' perspective because you're not like in the hands of mouths, but like on a different, different, different avenue. I, I don't, oh man, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess it's cheesy, but for me, probably personal growth and like learning, constantly learning in dentistry. Like we, we're not in dental practices every single day, though we are in dental practices often. Um, but I'm always going tomorrow. Always learning about <laughs> technology, new technology, new procedures, new things doctors are doing, new ways of doing things, taking what's happening in other industries of marketing and bringing it to dentistry. And as you know, I mean, we're small business owners, just like just like the practices that we serve. And so growing on a quarterly basis, growing on a daily basis, what does that mean? It's a it's fun challenge. It's every day in dentistry, every day in what we do is, is a challenge. There's new problems to solve. There's new efficiencies to be had. There's new processes to be built. There's new things to discover. Um, and just, just a general curiosity in growth and, and finding ways to build stamina and, and, mm build exciting new things. We, Mike and I are just builder. I mean, growth for me means building and we mm -hmm. like building things and whether that's at home with our family and building our family and, you know, house and all that stuff. Not that we built a house, but we have a house that <laughs> requires a, ton, a of, lot of building. ton of change right now. Yeah. Um, 
And then building Wonderist and building our relationship, building our marriage, building our partnership, building a culture here that we love. We just like building and building equals growth to me, I guess. Yeah. 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 I, I think for me, um, what I always come back to is, you know, we're around a lot of good CE in dentistry, believe it or not. We've had, we've, we've had a great opportunity to learn from a lot of awesome dentists uh, as non-clinicians and sit there and watch and listen. And I'm, I'm thinking of one right now, Dr. Justin Moody, you know, Implant Pathway, mm-hmm. um, now The Pathway. And there's so many others. And so I think it's so easy to think growth in dentistry is this, it's like a hand skill thing. You're going to get better at dentistry. You're going to keep growing. But what I would walk people back from is that it, it really starts, I think, from a business perspective. If it, It's so easy to focus on the patient, right? It's like, I need to get better for the patient. If you don't get better for your team, if you don't get better for yourself as a business owner, you're not going to serve your patients well. And so I would, I would say for me, it's to go into work every day and to improve that business a little bit, whether it's your business that you own, whether it's someone else's, if you can improve it a little bit, a better process, a better insight, a better way of talking to a patient, a better way of talking to a team member. See, there's the difference, right? It's not just about the patients. What if you can help one of your team members yeah. serve patients better? That's important. So I think if you can go into work every day and 1% make it a little bit better. Uh, that's, that's from Atomic Habits. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my one of my favorite books. I quote it a lot. <laughs> this is the best thing. Laura reads these books for me and then she gives me little morsels and then I I take credit for him. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's the relationship that my husband and I, that we have, I'll read them and I'm like, oh, we read this book. And I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't think you read that. I think I told you about it. <laughs> I mostly like that. You just use the word morsels. That's right. morsels. <laughs> it's kind of a fun word. It is a fun word. I'll use that word enough. Um, no, I love both of those opinions. And, and honestly, that's, Laura, that's how I feel about when I ask that question. That's how I feel about it too, is you can, growth can be, um, is building in my opinion, you can get curious. I love that you use that word curious. Um, my dad was a dentist and he spent majority of his time being curious about dentistry. When he came home, he was curious about dentistry. Um, and on the weekends, he was curious about dentistry and how to build it. Right. And, uh, and, and was he profitable? Probably not. I mean, he, he, he gave up, he gave away most of his work. <laughs> um, but, but that being said, um, I feel like he grew and I love that answer. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Well, guys, that was a quick half an hour for me uh, and I learned a lot. Um, so I hope, hope our listeners did too as well. This has been Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast. Again, special thanks to our guests, Laura and Michael from Wondrist. How can they get a hold of you if, if they would like to? Sure. You can find us on Instagram at Wondrist Agency or Mike and I uh, on our individual accounts. I'm Laura A. Maley, M-A-L-I, Michael's. I'm- Michael, James, and. And then. Be prepared to see a lot of baby photos if yeah. you're going to follow those. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then you can also visit us at wondrustagency.com. And there's a button above the fold that if you want to schedule some time with Garrett and Forrest uh, to learn more about Wondrous Agency, you can go ahead and do that through the site. They are a blast. Both are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to spend a very entertaining 45 minutes of your life, uh, you're totally welcome to call and schedule with them. It's their hoot almost 100% of the time. You know, we should leave an Easter egg in here. If you guys talk to Forrest, ask him about uh, feeding bologna to a shark and just see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> I might call and I don't even have you a practice. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. We'll add those. We'll add those links into our show notes or or you can also get them by visiting our webpage at uh, dentalintel.com. Thank you again uh, for joining me. And thank you specifically to Kat and Brittany and our marketing department on their work on this podcast. I'm Katie Polson. Keep growing.